You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob and Ty Bo. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ty Bob. You're joined by Ty Bo and Sean. Uh, we're doing, a, a, like, like we said in the Chief Show, we're doing a little bit different uh, moving forward. You guys should know our handles by now. If not, make sure to uh, go to the show's Twitter, at Bob and Bo Show. You can find us there. Uh, you can also uh, listen and watch us on YouTube, Bob and Bo Show. Uh, they will be on the video there, so you can go and find us. Um Man, before we get too into it, uh, we're sitting here, we're watching the Thursday night football game. Um, we, we've already picked those on last week's show. Uh, uh, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to that. Uh, Tua, I almost just, feel bad for my pick at like picking the Bengals. Like, <laughs> um, Tua just went down with a massive hit. Um, it was it. It looks very dirty when you look at it back in replay we're obviously watching on mute so we don't know when the whistles happened uh he got slammed he got dragged down and slammed on his head they had to take him off on a stretcher he was still tensed up um obviously it's going to be a head injury hopefully it's not uh debilitating uh, most definitely we hope that it's not a neck injury uh because that can also that's not intentional like i don't want to i yeah. didn't see it you guys saw it but you hope that's not intentional because that's fucked up. Like yeah. to to describe it uh, to to you guys and to Tybo, uh, basically it was a standing gator roll. Uh, so you know when an alligator gets something in a death roll, that's something that they teach all young football players all the way from the time that you start in Pop Warner up, is you wrap up and you roll through. Except he didn't roll through with. Tua, he rolled Tua and then as he came down, got underneath of his body and then slammed him to the ground. Uh, the first impact was the uh, butt and hip area, uh, but then the force and momentum as he continued mm. to pull through the ground went straight to his head. Uh, as we're watching right now, they still haven't even gotten him off the field. It's It's been at least 10 minutes. Um, this is ugly. Dude, that yeah. sucks, man. Thoughts and prayers with Tua. Uh, hope that he can uh, overcome this injury. One of the big things that's going to come about this, the NFLPA after last week's game against Buffalo uh, is reviewing the incident that happened with the concussion protocol. They do believe that he came out a little too early uh, or should not have returned to the game at all. They're reviewing the concussion protocols for that. Uh, that were followed. Um, and this is going to be a massive, massive talking point um, as the next immediate game Tua goes out. Obviously, uh, this is probably going to give anybody a concussion, um, but there's going to be a little bit more to review there is maybe Tua shouldn't have been in this week's game. Um, if protocols were followed properly, we just, we don't know. There's not enough information in real time, um, but we'll know more when we come back with our post-game show Next week, to get back onto a little lighter note, Sean, I believe you have some fantasy football tips for the folks. Yeah, I have a few fantasy football tips for you here. We're going to have still some players to watch, and we're going to have a few stardom and sit this week. Some players to watch for this week. He was still in our waiver wire beginning of this week, but unfortunately, I cannot get him. Khalil Herbert. David Montgomery looks like he's going to be out this week. Khalil Herbert shined last week without David Montgomery in there. 
after he went out in the first quarter. So look for him to go off this next week. Another player to watch is a name I never thought I would be saying again, but it's a Greg Dorch, Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. <laughs> Dorch. He has been getting targeted over there from Kyler. Kyler really seems to love him, and his catch rate is phenomenal. On the year, it, he has 20 catches on 23 targets. And he's, he's been pretty consistent. For he's very weeks. consistent. He's a guy I I've think, considered picking up. I, I feel like he's, I think he's still out there. No, he's not. No, he's not. Does somebody pick him up? Yeah. Are you smiling because it was you? Yeah. <laughs> Player to watch. John only gives you players to watch that are on his team. We've covered this before. No, he's like, he's so he's Mr. Enlightened over here. He's like, my pick, my pickups, yeah, my waiver wire pickups that ESPN's telling me to pick up are are profound. And I'm one <laughs> and two. Record, one, one and two. two. Yeah, all right. Well, we picked the wrong guy to do our hey. fantasy football talk. Hey. <laughs> one of the uh one of the highest points for in the league, unfortunately. But he, no, he's not. He's yeah. Just, he, George? No, me. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you had a really bad week last week. Yeah, but the other week's fine. Yeah, whatever. We're going to move on to some players to start this week. We're going to start off with some quarterbacks. We're going to go first quarterback off right here is a Kirk Cousins. He's going to be playing the opposite of a primetime game. He's going to be playing at 830 our time. He's going to be playing in London. Lights may be different over there. Look for him to shine like a pearl over there. He's going to do good. <laughs> London time. Another quarterback to look at this week to start is Kyler Murray. Rough start to the year, but he's finally getting, getting some stuff together. He played a tough defense with the Rams last week. He's going to play a pretty tough defense with Carolina, but all he has to do is score 17 points, and they can win the game. Doesn't seem too much for Kyler Murray to do. Moving on to running backs. Tybo, you like this one. Start Jamal Williams. Yeah. Start him. You need to start him this week. D Swift may be out. Look for him to get a lot of touches, especially in the red zone. Damian Pierce. Start him. He's finally coming along. He's playing the Chargers. They're hurt right now. Rookie, he's getting some touches. They need to run the ball. On, on nearly 20 points last week. Yeah. Give him the ball. We're going to move to wide receivers here. Another one for Tybo here. Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> Romeo Dobbs, start him this week, Tabo. Over Bateman? Over Bateman, start him. Alan Lazard is more than likely out. Take that into consideration. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball out there now. And we're going to go with Chris Olave, rookie receiver for the Saints. Seems like he's the bright spot for the Saints, besides uh, slant boy Michael Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking really Slant good. Slant King. Slant King. Slant King. Can't forget that. And for a tight end, just throw it in there a little bit. We're going to go with TJ Hawkinson from the Lions. DeAndre Swift's out. Amon Ross St. Brown may be out. Look for him to go off there. Get some changes. Players to sit. We're going to go through this really fast here. Players to sit. Trevor Lawrence, he's playing in Philadelphia. Philly's defense looks great. Not too good for him. Matt Stafford against the Niners. Matt Stafford has not looked good this year so far. He's averaging, I believe, less than 12 points per game, fantasy-wise. And last quarterback, Russell Wilson. <laughs> you can't say anything about that. You should drop him right now. You may pick it up by the end of the year, but not right now. Running backs, Alvin Kamara. Maybe hurt. 
They're playing in London as well. Who knows with them? Ezekiel Elliott. Tony Pollard has looked like the superior running back there. Zeke looks like the old running back that they should have got rid of a long time ago and not paid. And fortunately, we're going to have to go with Clyde edwards Lair. Feel like he's going to get a few touches, but also I think Jerry McKinnon is going to be in there a lot more for running and short passing yardage for them. He's a little bit better of a blocker, and they're going to need a little bit more blocking. Wide receivers, DJ Moore. Carolina just doesn't look too good right now. Christian Kirk against the Philly defense. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to help him out any. And That's Tyler, surprising. Christian Kirk, I mean, he's been going he's off been right now, but 20, like averaging 20 a game. <laughs> yeah. Philly's defense is nice. They're really good, man. And last wide receiver is Tyler Lockett. He's going against Detroit. I don't like Geno Smith over there anymore. It was great to start the year off against the Broncos, but after that, now. Some tight ends. Is he going to get the Okuda shadow? Okuda shadow. Tight ends to sit. Darren Waller. May have a good game, but Derek Carr loves focusing in on Devontae Adams. And last one is Dawson Knox. He has not looked too good in Buffalo this year. Josh Allen does not seem to like targeting him this year. I may say that for the later in the year, but we'll see. It's a good list. It gets more and more in-depth every week. Uh, I, that does help quite a bit. Uh, if you guys have any recommendations for people that Sean should look at in depth, uh, let us know on Twitter at Bob and Bo Show, uh, and we will uh, we will get into that into the following week's shows. Uh, last week we did come at you with a power ranking. This is something that's going to continue every week, uh, but it's not going to be the same thing as we told you uh, last week. It was teams. This week we're doing the top 10 running backs. We even have a few OLIs outside looking in. (laughs) We'll start off with our LOIs, OLIs, which are Khalil Herbert. He's only played in one, uh, had a majority share in one game. That can be boosted with David Montgomery being out. And Lombardi Lenny, Leonard Fournette, should be included in that outside looking in list. Uh, He gets a lot of usage there in Tampa Bay, uh, and that'll probably very well continue against the Kansas City Chiefs. As we kick off this list with number 10. Number 10, we're going to go with a Dalvin Cook. He's been looking pretty good so far in Minnesota, and they really need him to continue what he's doing up there. Number nine. Joe Mixon, um, as solid of a starting running back as you can get. Um, Just the struggles of the Bengals offense have cost him you know, slow start. Number eight. Aaron Jones. He looks like he is the main guy up in Green Bay still, but with the production he's had so far this year with A.J. Dillon up there, he is still in the top ten. Number seven. DeAndre Swift. Uh, yards per carry is insane, um, and he's, like, playing, dealing with an injury. So when he's healthy – you bet I want DeAndre Swift on my team. Number six. Cordero Patterson. He is a Swiss Army knife in Atlanta, and they finally figured out how to use him after so many years in the league, and he is taking the most of that advantage. Number five. Christian McCaffrey. Also apparently dealing with some injury stuff, but his his stats are still solid, and uh, the all-purpose yard potential of Christian McCaffrey um, makes him top five. Number four. James Robinson. 
he looks very good in Jacksonville coming off that Achilles injury from last year, and he is taking over lead back roles. Number three, Jonathan Taylor, JT, reigning yardage leader for running backs. Um, we held him in check a little bit, but, I mean, his stats are still up there this year. Number two, Nick Chubb. He shares the backfield with Kareem Hunt to make the chunt backfield, but he could do a little bit better if he was a lead back. Kareem Hunt could be a little bit better if he was a lead back. So we're going to put him at number two right now. Number one. A healthy Saquon Barkley is the running back that I want, hands down, in this NFL. That is your Bob and Bo show top 10 running back power ranking. Again, folks, you're not going to find a better power ranking anywhere else i also want to say outside looking in would be kareem hunt i think that's a fair assessment khalil herbert leonard Fournette, kareem hunt especially if you're looking to make a trade there were rumors out there at the beginning of the season um we'll see how it goes i think this is the last year on his contract somebody could be looking to uh bring in a guy who's uh who can definitely be a workhorse uh, it'll be interesting to see at the end of the season. Uh, before we get to the games of the week, I we've obviously got the game going on right now. I saw on Twitter earlier this week, I thought it was quite funny. Um, the the, the uh, Miami Dolphins, I believe, were at Cincinnati uh, University's uh, football, indoor football uh, area of I don't know if it's their practice area or their actual stadium, uh, but they were in there practicing and there were a few people walking around the stadium taking uh, videos of the Miami Dolphins practice, which is obviously a big no-no. The NFL always will look into that. Um, there were reports today, I believe Tom Pelissaro uh, broke this. Uh, they spoke with Mike McDaniels, who recognized that there were people walking around and figured they might be videoing uh, some of their practice. So he decided to throw out 12 man personnel onto the field and run fake or real plays. So what was videoed and circulated around Twitter was not an actual practice. They had 12 men on the field. They could have been running real plays, fake routes, real routes. We don't know what's going on, but I thought that was really interesting and a super like very professional and smart move by Mike McDaniels as well. I honestly thought that second thing was fake. I I thought it was like an, an onion sports report or something. Like oh, no, Mike McDaniels was fake play. Oh <laughs> That would be something that the onion would put out there. It'd be it'd be really funny. But no, uh, if you go back and you look at the video, he's he's got twelve men on the offense out there. You just got really? too high and forgot. <laughs> he looks like the type of guy that would. He is the type of guy that would. That's why he got the job in Florida. That's fair. Well, Leaf folks, legal in Florida. Huh? I believe it is. Is it one hundred? Yeah, it's, it, it is legal in Florida. What? I have Keep to look talking. That up, I'm going to uh, Google that. Yeah, you Google that. I I, I do listen to the uh, the Levitard show. Uh, they do have sponsors. Um, it's obviously CBD, so that's a little bit different. But I do believe uh, uh, if I listen to that show correctly, uh, then it is. But again, uh, I am generally wrong. Oof. 
Google literally says legal status mixed medicinal. <laughs> yes. Decrim- decriminalized. No. <laughs> <laughs> so basically Missouri. I guess so. Yeah. We love to see it. Well, folks, we do have a few games of the week per tradition around here. Sean, start us off with your game of the week. We're going to go with an ugly one of some one and two teams, but it could turn out to be a pretty good game. And that is the Jets versus Steelers. Lord. Looks like Zach Wilson's coming back this week. And with what that offense has done with Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson can do a lot better than that. Garrett Wilson looks very promising. Get Brees all mixed into, the, mixed into it a little bit. This will be really the week to see if Mitch will be the starting quarterback moving forward. This is four weeks in now. He still can't audible out of a play. They're not letting him audible out of plays there. So a lot of that could be bad because Big Ben did not – he audible all the time. So could be a lot of fighting between the offensive coordinator and the quarterback. So we'll see if that continues and if Kenny Pickett's almost ready. Sean's game of the week is going to be all field goals. <laughs> <laughs> Nine to six. <laughs> um, on the contrary from my game of the week, um, these are the two – are two of the best scoring offenses in the AFC NFL in general, uh, Bills Ravens. Um, the Bills have hung around in my game of the week almost every week, um, but they're good TV. I mean, they um, it was a competitive game that Miami won, but they were still part of a good game last week. Um, so it's of all the games this week, I'm fine picking Bills Ravens. That's going to be some of the best TV this week. Just like Tybo always picks the Bills, I'm going to pick the Jags game. Uh, Jags versus Eagles. I think this is this is potentially going to be a setup for what could be one of the games of the season. Um, Jags right now have given every indication that they are here to play ball with everyone. They did come off of a close loss last week. I expect them to be able to bounce back a little bit against a very tough Eagles team. Jalen Hurts is slinging it. He's running it. That man can't be stopped wherever he goes. And he's that team is making Miles Sanders look like a top 10 back, at least by stats. Um, what are we what are we going to say about the Jags if they if they go out there and look like Minnesota did uh, against Philly? Uh, we're going to say that Philly Because Sean is... and I have previously said that the Jags aren't for real. I still think they're going to end up as like a 500 team, maybe 9-8. and eight. Yeah. I mean, if they go up there and they lay a goose egg like the Vikings, I think we'll look back at them a little bit more. I don't know if they would drop out of a top 10 power ranking because they've won their uh, the two previous games before week three um, in in high-powered fashion. Uh, the Vikings also did that before, you know, uh, or they had a high-powered offense in week one, uh, won massively, and then slipped by a what we believe is a good Jags team. Um, I don't think we can count them out. They've got a good head coach. They've got a young quarterback, two great running backs. The offense seems to be clicking. The defense is moving. Um, there will be some. I think there will be a lot more question marks than answers if they get rolled by the Eagles. Um, but there will be a lot of questions answered if they can keep it a close game. It'll be a statement game for the for the uh, for the Jags, one hundred percent. If the Jags win, Sean and I are going to have to start like 
some writing some apology statements. <laughs> I don't know after week four. Maybe later in the year, but not now. Your apology should be as loud as the disrespect you give. Every single time. <laughs> the apology well, doesn't mean anything afterwards, so. Your praise, then. Your praise should be as loud as your disrespect. Figure it out, Tybo. It won't be. <laughs> well, those are games of the week. Like we said, it's Jets, Steelers, Bills, Ravens, Jags, Eagles. But now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for your pick'em. Again, like we talked about in our uh, recap of week three, Tybo is our leader, followed by Sean with myself in last place. It's starting to look a little grim, but we'll see if we can get it figured out here. When it's grim, be the grim reaper, baby. <laughs> but not for real, because you're hey, not going to catch up. To I'm me. wearing the Patty Mahomes jersey. Calm down, baby. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Um, I see Don't you. worry about it. <laughs> you're right there. <laughs> First game in the uh, noon hour. Whoa, whoa, 8.30 a.m. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Yes, I, I saw 8.30. I thought that was a typo. Then I remembered we have a game in London. You are correct. Our first game of the day on Sunday, it's 8.30, Minnesota, heading into London, taking on the New Orleans Saints. It is a Saints home game while over there, but the Minnesota Vikings are three-point favorites. Tybo, who you got? It's a tough one. Um, But I think the Saints are trending downward, and Minnesota had a bounce-back game. Um, give me Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota too. Opposite time of prime time for Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson finally has to do something this week. Like they got to target him eventually. He's had two off weeks. This is the week he's going to go off. I think it's a bounce back week. Uh, Saints, like Tybo said, trending mightily downwards. First game in the noon hour, we have got the Chicago Bears heading into MetLife Stadium, taking on the Giants. The Giants here are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean. Thinking on this hard, folks. Yeah. It's a rough choice. Give me the Bears. Oh, he thinks the Giants are going to win. <laughs> it means I got to go with the Giants. This is the week it stops for Tybo. I also think the Giants are going to recover. Danny Dimes does suck, but Brian Dabble does not. As Tybo (laughs) said in previous weeks, Dabble's dogs, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next up in the noon hour, we've got Tybo's game of the week. The Buffalo Bills are headed into Baltimore, taking on uh, LJ and the Ravens. Bills are a three-point favorite. Home field advantage. Does Xavier Rhodes just plug and play in that Bills defense, or are they still going to be mixed up with all the injuries? Um, I'm I'm going Ravens, and I legitimately do think the Ravens are going to win this game. I'm going Buffalo. I think they're going to have a big bounce back after losing to Miami. The Ravens' secondary is not good at all. Josh Allen is going to torch them. I think I'm also going to have to take the Bills here. I thought the Ravens maybe, but uh, 
Yeah, we, I, I forgot about the injured secondary for the Ravens. It's going to look pretty grim for them. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Tennessee Titans headed into Indianapolis, taking on old-ass Matt Ryan and the Colts. The Colts here are three-and-a-half-point favorite. Titans. I picked them last week. So, can I choose the Colts if the roof's open and switch it if it's closed? No. Titans. No. No. We don't know that until Sunday morning, though. I don't care. All right. Uh, Colts. Uh, do we know if Shaq is back yet? I don't. No. I do I not it, personally. I think this would be closer to the week that he would be back than last week. I think it was trending towards it last week. but Oh, this is tough, man. Um, I'm going to take the Colts. I think Jonathan Taylor has a massive week against that shitty Titans defense. I'm Next up. To, we're trying to flip the tide. <laughs> Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Cleveland Browns headed into Mercedes-Benz Stadium taking on the Falcons. Browns here are a one-point favorite. Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons as well. Oof. I want to take the Browns so that I can get an upper hand on you guys if that were to happen, but, ah, <laughs> man. Listen, it's Atlanta's ballsy, dude. You got to do it sometime. Atlanta Atlanta's blows defense it. is bad. Atlanta's defense is really, really bad. Browns outside of Nick Chubb can't do much. Miles uh, Garrett is also out. Hopefully oh, okay with the car well. injury. Uh, okay. non, non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, he should be fine, but we also don't know how soon to uh, expect him to come back. Um, that's a big loss. I'm also going to take the Falcons. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Washington Commies heading into Dallas, taking on uh, Cooper Rush, the new franchise quarterback, and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, The new franchise quarterback, Cooper Rush, is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I hate all of these matchups this week. I hate them all. Just for funsies, give me the Commies. Just for funsies. <laughs> I'm going to go the Cowboys. Cooper Rush is undefeated so far. I'm not going to go off that bandwagon yet. Give me the Cowboys to win this one as well. Uh, moving into my game of the week, we've got uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars headed into Philly, taking on the Eagles. Eagles, this is a big spread, boys. Six and a half point favorites. I haven't picked against the Eagles yet. I'm going with the Eagles. Give me the birds. I am also going to take the Eagles, but I will say bet the under uh, <laughs> on this. Uh, or I shouldn't say the under. I should say bet the Jaguars to backdoor cover. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Seattle Seahawks heading into Detroit, taking on the Lions. Amon Ra is questionable, but seems to be making a healthy recovery. The Lions here are a four-point favorite. I think the Lions can do it, and I'm supporting them. Um, I, I, we kept them in our top ten last week. Um, I still think they're a good football team, even without Amon Ra, low-key. Um, but give me the Lions. 
I'm going to go Lions as well. I think Amon Ra will play. It may be limited, but he will play in some type of capacity and still get five-plus catches and have a good game. Yeah, I think Amon's going to play, and even if they are missing DeAndre Swift, they've got a fantastic backup uh, to fill his spot in Jamal Williams. They'll keep it moving. The defense is too good. Uh, next up in the noon hour, we have got Sean. They're actually not that good as far as numbers, but that's fine. <laughs> Okuda is good. It looks good. That's fair. But yeah. their, their yardage given up is not good. Well, the, Seahawks, points. And the points. Seahawks offensive yardage is also garbage, so this should even out this week. Uh, we'll move on to Sean's game of the week. We have got the New York Jets now being led by Zach Wilson. Headed into Pittsburgh, no longer Heinz Field, taking on Mitch and the Steelers. Steelers here are three-point favorite. It's another let people, one of those Let the people know your thoughts. Let the people know your thoughts. It's in Pittsburgh? It is in Pittsburgh. Give me the Steelers. The Steelers? Steelers. Uh, Zach Wilson's back. No relation. Um, he's got that dog in him, and he's back with that dog. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have that dog. In you. <laughs> no, I got, I got, I got, I got two dogs in me, man. Oh my god, two dogs. No relation. You can't. Mm. Both chihuahuas. <laughs> no, he actually. I like a, it though. He has, yeah, he has a, you, he has a you're picking jets. Cougar in him. J e t s jets jets jets. Uh, he doesn't. Do you think he has a cougar in him? He's in a cougar. <laughs> that's that's an accurate right. statement. Maybe a that's finger. an accurate statement. Well, what was BYU? Was it the Cougars? Cougar? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's got that Cougar in him. Oh, okay. And he is in oh, a Cougar, but oh boy, oh boy, give <laughs> me the Steelers. Uh, we'll move off the of Steelers. The the Cougar talk here. Uh, I believe this is the last game in the noon hour. We have got the Los Angeles Chargers heading into Houston, taking on Mills Mafia. Chargers, even after losing Rashawn Slater and a few others, uh, Joey Bosa did also go on IR, are still a five-point favorite here. Really? They are. I'd say take Houston to backdoor cover. The Chargers lost to the Texans last year. Um, give me the Texans. Yeah, the AFC South has looked a little bit better than the AFC West last week, so sticking with it, I'm going to go with the Texans. I think the Chargers have too many losses on the team. I don't think it's going to get much better for them moving forward in the season. Give me the Texans as well. Mills Mafia to get, what, their first his first win of the year? Yep. I think he can do it. We'll move on to our 305 game. We've got uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals headed into Carolina, taking on Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. Panthers here are a one and a half point favorite. Panthers and who? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much time Bill cares about this one. Uh, Cardinals at Panthers. Panthers. You only have to score 17 points pretty much to beat a Matt Rule-led team. I think they can get 17 points. I'm going Cardinals. I'm also going to take the Cardinals here. Um, you took them last week and they let you down. Well, <laughs> I didn't take the Panthers last week and they also let me down. So it's sad days. 
next up in the 325 hour, we've got the New England Patriots headed into Green Bay, taking on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Packers are a nine-point favorite. Don't forget, Mac Jones is out. Has he been listed as out? Uh, I don't think he's been listed. As, he's been listed as day-to-day per Bill Belichick in his press conference. Uh, but, yeah, he's out. He ain't coming back. Not this week. Green Bay. <laughs> That's simple. Bo is so over it. Go, Pat, go. And that'll make three for the Packers. Uh, next up, we've got a 325 game. It is the last one of the afternoon. Uh, the Denver Broncos um, will be heading into Las Vegas, taking on the Raiders. Raiders are a two and a half point favorite. Hmm. I'm picking this because I don't want to see a Russell Wilson video of like, oh, another W. <laughs> uh, give me the Raiders. Did you all see that Subway commercial from Russ? Yes. Danger Witch. He is a Danger serial Witch. killer, man. Oh, my gosh. It's Jeffrey Dahmer. Serial killer. Give me the Raiders. Ooh, you boys got high faith in the 0-3 Raiders. I'm not sure why they're favorites here. Um, Josh McDaniels has proven now in two places that he cannot be a head coach. Give me the Broncos. I, his roid rage and like um, wanting his, his uh, affinity for cussing out players. Uh, I think that's going to motivate them. I do. Yeah, uh, there, there's a big thread that came out earlier today of a Broncos um uh, news coverage or journalist. Uh, I'm not sure uh, off the top of my head what his what his ad is, uh, but he did make a good thread of uh, speaking with former NFL players of the Broncos and their quotes about Josh McDaniels being their head coach. Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, you can probably go to my Twitter and uh, find it through my likes there. We'll get to our last game of the week. It is our Monday night game. The LA Rams are headed into San Francisco, taking on the 49ers. 49ers are a one and a half point favorite. Nothing, Tybo. <laughs> Gonna wash on this one, taking a tie. <laughs> They're listed as a one point favorite against the Rams. Yes, the the uh, 49ers are a one and a half point favorite. Dude, I don't know. Seems like it might be a crappy week for football, boys. 49ers. Go with the 49ers as well. You got to go against it. I got to pick the Rams. Uh, Jimmy G sucks. We'll see. I want or would like Brandon Ayuk to have a good week. (laughs) That's it, though. (laughs) <laughs> well everybody that is going to do it for pick this week uh we obviously already picked the chiefs 
Bucks game that's going to be in Tampa. That is on uh, our Chiefs podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back and find it. You can find it on all audio platforms or YouTube, Bob and Bo Show. Uh, what do you got for us, Sean? I did just see a tweet. Uh, Tua has been taken to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, and he is conscious and has movement in all of his extremities. So Wonderful. some good Fantastic news. Fantastic news. That, that is a relief uh, to what started off a little bit morbid in this show. We'll finish it off with a little good news. Uh, that'll do it for us, folks. We'll catch you guys on Tuesday uh, slash Wednesday for our reviews of the week. Um, make sure to catch us, like I said, on all audio platforms uh, and our YouTube. If you're uh, here often, make sure to subscribe. Uh, set the notifications on on all platforms. And as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.